0: we go hey everybody welcome back to these guys won't stop talking this is the coronavirus uh quarantine episode number two um these things are few and far apart because we are all still working so yeah uh you know and not working we're not essential don't, don't get that mistaken uh <laughs> but we're all working from home which means that uh most of us don't take showers during the day uh yeah <laughs> And then you know, decide like at after dinner, like, hey, you know what? I, I smell like an asshole, so I probably should get in the shower real quick,
1: <laughs>
0: so our significant others don't kick us out of the house. Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, I'm Alex, Johnny, Eric, and uh, this is our this episode. Uh, when asked what the topic should be, I said this should be about uh, buildings, infrastructures that you are trapped in. So we're going to talk about movies where the building itself kind of plays a character in the movie um, to go along with that. So uh, I flipped a coin earlier and decided that um, I think Eric should go first. So Eric, kick us off with your, uh, your list.
2: All right.
0: Or your first one on your list.
2: I, my mind just went everywhere. Um, there's quite a few movies out there that I could relate to you know, feeling trapped or being in enclosed one area. So my first pick is actually Tron.
0: Ooh. Oh, wow. That's a good pick. I, I didn't even think about it on that part.
2: Yeah, because how Flynn is trapped in the MCU because he was trying to hack. I mean, he actually got himself in there by accident, but he's trapped.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, so he's with other uh, programmers that actually you know, have their own names like Ram, and then there's Tron. And, of course, we're all trying to get together and try to get out of the, of the MCU. So, But, you know, the fact that Flynn was once human and then being sucked into the computer and being stuck. It's kind of like being in our home, just stuck,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: trying to. We had the option to get out, but they didn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I like that. I, it makes me it makes me think of and hopefully this is not anybody's pick, but it makes me think of the Matrix, right? I, the only difference I was and for some reason my mind went here was like there wasn't like a cafeteria scene in Tron, right? Where he was like in the, like they're all red and blue and they're lit, they're lit up. And yeah, they, they didn't go through the, the cafeteria line like man, you know, programming this shit is hard work. Like they were legit. <laughs> they were legit, They had to play
2: games against each other. You know? Yeah, right.
0: It's not like the Matrix where like there's a scene where a guy's eating in a restaurant like. Yeah. Everybody's just you know, yeah. and I understand the difference in the programming, but Tron was very like, no, we are computer programs. We don't, you know, we don't need to simulate eating and shitting, which yeah. is <laughs> I didn't <laughs> even think me...
3: about that. Yeah,
0: which makes me think like now I'm kind of disappointed that there wasn't like an electronic shit scene in in Matrix, like you know, somebody just having the runs the <laughs> entire time. You know what I mean? And then you, you, the, the Matrix has to
3: then program like indoor plumbing
0: yeah exactly right <laughs> All
3: kind of other like you know like if you find if you get unplugged from the matrix and you find out that while you were in the matrix you were like a a janitor who had to clean up like <laughs> shitty like public restrooms you'd be like fucking a like they couldn't have just created a utopia where that doesn't i know they, they said in the movie they couldn't create a perfect perfect society but you could right. at least create like closer to perfect clean public bathrooms they're like I mean, no no they couldn't think of automation like, <laughs> yeah. like oh yeah in this in this version
0: we have robots that do that you know yeah, something right and so so the more we dissect the matrix we don't realize how fucking stupid a movie that is <laughs> all because nobody shit. And then everybody like you. It's so funny that you're like the things that you included in having a shit scene, which is like indoor plumbing. Like the, how how far can we take that, right? So how I mean, like, far <laughs> every, do you every little as- like, they have to think yeah. of
3: every little aspect, right? They got to think of like okay, and every once in a while, like a toilet's got a clog.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, like you know, you got to program
3: in when somebody has a really just they they ate too much, they went crazy, they're not uh, right? some a, people a Mexican flusher. food.
0: Yeah, some people have Mexican food that gives them the shits. Other people are okay with it. Like yeah. it's like, <laughs> hey man, we can't go to ponchos anymore, man. I shit my <laughs> brains out. And then you get you get like you get released from the matrix, right? And you're like, oh man, it's a fucking war and it's a revolution. And then you, you know, Neo's got to be sitting there one day and be like, yo, why do they got to program the fact that Taco Bell tastes decent? <laughs> But it gives me the shits. Like, <laughs> why do I to get the taco shits from Taco so, Bell? Why did they, why'd they have to get to that level of it? Yeah, They could have yeah. just left that alone. They could have left that alone. But no, they got to go down with the- That's hilarious. The diary of taco shits. That's funny. Okay, so See, back. You don't get that in Tron. You don't get that in oh, Tron. no. Yeah. <laughs> Tron, you get some basic neon suits, and you get a disc. I watched that movie not too long ago, probably about two years ago, and I think it still holds up.
2: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It definitely- you know? Not the latest, not the part two. Or no, not part I, two, yeah.
0: not part two at all.
2: Part one. I always know, yeah. I thought
0: that was that was kind of dope. Um, all right, Compton, what's up? You're next. Ooh, all right. I'm gonna go uh, kind of old
3: school as well to the, I think the '70s mm-hmm. with uh, the Towering Inferno. Oh, that's
1: such a good
3: pick. Yeah, it was like a classic Did, back when. Like, so for anybody that doesn't know, in the '70s. Uh, Hollywood really got disaster crazy. It was like yes. a side adventure. There was like seventeen different movies just called Airport. Rosie. And then like, Earthqu- was,
2: earthquake. Yeah, was earthquake. Was so many. Yeah,
3: yeah. They didn't even like have like clever names for most of them, which is kind of. I love that kind of just. You know what you're getting into. Hey, I Want to go watch a movie about a fucking earthquake? Yeah, like let's let's go watch a fucking movie about an earthquake. There was like a. God, I forget what it was called exactly, but there was like some tornado movie recently. But they had to like it was like called Into the Storm or something cute. Uh-huh. And I was like, No, that could be anything. That could be like a family drama. Yeah. You know, that could yeah. be like about a fucking a dad at dinner like declaring he, like he's gay or something. Like all kind of <laughs> into- Into the storm could be like 17 different things. Like, no, but if it was just called like a shit storm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But if it was just called tornado attack, you'd be like, fuck yeah, all right, now I know what's up. (laughs) Tornado, baby. Uh,
0: Tornado attack. Tornado attack.
3: This apparently sentient tornado (laughs) is like (laughs) it's going to show up in this town and attack people. The towering inferno, you know what you're getting? You're getting a fucking tower, you're getting an inferno, and people are probably (laughs) stuck inside. Otherwise, you know, if it's an empty building, there's not much drama. And sure enough, it's in the classic like '70s disaster setup where everybody's there was always like a party or something. Right. Everybody's right. dressed up. It's a big gala event.
0: How so does the fire start?
3: I can't remember how the fire starts. I think it's like just I think like it's a it's like an electrical <laughs> fire because they like cut corners on the code or some shit like that. Like they they did like you know I uh, I don't know like something like because it's supposed to be like a state of the art building like and like they're having the party because they're uh, it's the first, you know, big opening of the building of the skyscraper, but then, like, I think the fire starts because, like, you find out that, like, in a rush to complete the building or whatever, they, like, cut a bunch of fucking uh, corners, so they didn't, it wasn't up to code, which is kind of like a, I don't know, I'm almost 100% sure that's the case, because then there's, like, the guy who, like, ran the building, and he turns out to be corrupt, and he ends up, like, falling a hundred stories to his death, and, you know, it's the, the classic kind of corrupt scumbag in movies, that you always kind of get that vibe too
0: yeah yeah it, it, that's that's funny because there is like i wonder if code workers you kind of can't like, go wrong with that yeah like architects and like you know like <laughs> inspectors it's like i've got a bad rap throughout the years of these movies like man another movie where somebody in my profession fucks some shit up and like overlooks <laughs> overlooks a bolt you know somebody got lazy and now you know no they're never the hero they're never like man this you know this fire could have been a lot worse but dude, that fire inspector caught all those codes you know what <laughs> <me>? like <laughs> man that
3: architect he really he was extra thorough man. right like
1: I'm, sure, call, like I'm sure
3: there's like a I'm sure there's a shitty unproduced screenplay written by some architect or some code guy somewhere who's like still trying to sell it to Hollywood he's like yeah, no. I'm <laughs> This this would sell. People yeah. were going to see this. They're tired of seeing it where we're always the bad guys. They want to see when we're the hero. Like, sir, nothing happens for 120 pages. It's just you <laughs> walking around a building. Like,
0: yep, yep, check.
2: Like this is from yeah. 1978.
0: This <laughs> <laughs> shows just him with like with the what do you call it with the with the what do you call it? the the what you measure with the tape why can't yeah, like the, measure- the measuring tape, yeah, he's walking around, yeah. and it's just like dead silence off, and you hear Yep, three and a half feet exactly <laughs> Right in his notebook
2: it's You like hear curve. it retract
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> They slow down the measuring tape, you know to get a more dramatic effect Like that ain't even gonna make three and a half feet, man I don't know what's gonna happen yeah, barely makes it oh
1: man perfect
0: yeah yeah okay so going on to my pick now i want if you guys look listen to the past episodes of all our past episodes i think the one common theme here is that uh eric and compton are cinephiles these guys love movies to the nth degree i love movies but these guys, it's like I'm Pippin and they're Jordan. They just, they just take it to that extra level, right? They, they know so much about so many movies. So when I thought of this, you know, I go back to like being a kid and watching those movies. And I go back to, you know, movies that I've recently seen or, or have seen you know within the last like 10 years or something like that. Um, the fact that they both picked uh, movies, Compton picked a movie that, that was before he was born. And I've seen Tower <laughs> Inferno, right? But it's, it's not like number one on my list. You know, so, um, but my pick, and we've done this movie before, uh, is the raid and they're mm. trapped in that building, yeah. That building, yeah. the layout of that building pays, plays such an important part. Right. Because, you know, it goes from like being in the hallway in this intense gun battle in the hallway. And then you're basically going from like apartment to apartment. You know what I mean? But they are literally stuck in this building and being hunted. Yeah. You're,
2: you're still in the same building. Yeah.
0: yeah. And they're being, And they're being hunted. And the idea is that they can't even, like, oh, well, if we abandon ship and we leave, we're still, you know, a couple of floors up, but we got to fight our way back down. So they're fighting both ways, you know, they're fighting, or they're fighting in all four directions, north, south, east, west. And they're at, you know, at first they're like, oh, we're just going to get this guy and we're going to pull him out, right? And then it became like, we got to survive and just get the fuck out of here, you know? And that in itself is, is, The idea of not being able just to kind of abandon ship, right? It goes along with like the entire Inferno, and for Flynn, in in uh, in Tron, where it's like you don't have the option of just getting out, right? You you have to fight your way out one way or the other. It's just like you can't just be like, man, this house stinks. Let me just go outside, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, it 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 goes along the lines of that. But this one is just the difference between Towering Inferno and The Matrix, or not The Matrix and Tron, um, is that there's a lot more blood. <laughs> There's... Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, high, way, way crazier
3: violence levels. Yeah. So I had
2: never shit. heard of this movie until Alex and Johnny mentioned it. And I got to say, if y'all haven't seen it, fucking watch it. Because it, it blew my mind away, man. It was fucking great. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it's just an insane, just, it, 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 uh, it follows, like, it, when we talk about action movies, especially with martial arts, you have these um, – there's a great documentary that kind of follows – it starts off with Bruce Lee and then – it oh, no, actually it doesn't. Um, I think it's called Kung Fu Clicks or something like that, or Kung Fu mm-hmm. Kicks. Um, and it basically follows, like, the martial arts movies from the very beginning, right, when they were played by uh, acrobats and not so much martial, art, martial artists, um, where you get the, like, the <laughs> – the wing pay moves, right. The actual Kung Fu moves, like, whoosh, 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 like all that stuff. <laughs> that, that's where you get, like, they weren't martial artists at all. They didn't follow like a, a specific style. So when you had like uh, you know, crane versus mongoose and stuff like that, it's basically is making shit up and making moves up. Right. And then you got further along where they actually got martial artists and, and, uh, or the first part of it, I'm sorry. They weren't acrobats. They were dancers. Then they moved into martial artists and into dancers. And and uh, and acrobats, not dancers, acrobats. Um, and so they got uh, martial artists and acrobats, and then from there it went to like the Bruce Lee where they were getting actual martial artists, you know, guys that were doing the moves. And then you step into like the Jackie Chan's, which they were actual stuntmen, they were martial artists, but they were also stuntmen, so you get these crazy things, uh, these crazy aspects. And then you move into kind of like the American Ninja style of mm. martial of martial arts movies where it's you know, kind of you know, the foreigner. You know, quote unquote, or the foreigner, you know, foreign to Asian countries, is basically the white guy learning like <laughs> the ancient ninja technique, and then you're moving on from there to where you get uh, into the Ungbok phase, which was the Thailand and like Indonesian uh, stunt people that stunt teams that and martial artists that were coming in, and that's why the moves are so much they're so different, right? Like the fighting styles are so violent and dramatic, is because those martial arts. Um, are very when they're taught, they're taught with a lot of violence, right? They're not taught to be mm-hmm. like pretty, you know. There's not, there's not dances in them. They're very violent martial arts that involve, you know, from the very beginning on your first day, you're handed like a knife or a stick, and you're like, "This is how we train," you know. And not a real knife or stick. I'm just saying you you train with a, with being good at basically stabbing people and you know and cutting people up with machetes. That's that's how they train. So that's it leads all the way up to the raid and you see kind of this progression that goes along but then you get to the raid and you think about everything that came before it and you're just like jesus this guy basically made a movie where it's like i want something so violent that it's gonna shit on everything else that was ever <laughs> made before it.
2: hell yeah screw all like all the ninja movies that, that,
0: oh, it blows
3: everything out of the water man. it is just nonstop. it is it is attack 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 mode yeah yeah
0: I think the most boring part of that movie is the very beginning when he's getting dressed for work. It's just like. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like the 30 Where's seconds the like, before everything did? kicks off. Yeah.
0: yeah. Imagine like, you know, being in the, like knowing who these guys are, right? Because they've made movies before this, but knowing who these guys are and being like, like, man, what, what are we like five minutes into it? Nobody's died yet? This movie's bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <out of> here. <laughs> okay, Eric, you're up next
2: okay so my second choice uh i picked misery
0: oh that's mm. a good one yeah
2: you I have see. a yeah you have james Kahn being trapped by a psycho you know who wants to be like what was it wants to be the focus of his book right or or she didn't like the way he wrote the story so he keeps right. ha- she keeps having him change the story but He's you know tied up in bed because he was in an accident but it's not just because of that but right. she wants him for herself. Yeah, and he's yeah, stuck. She, uh,
3: <laughs> she she's a, a super crazy psycho fan and he tries to kill off the character of her favorite book series. She like oh, yes. she she reads the uh, the last book in the series cuz it had just came out and realizes like he killed off the main character and she's like no hell no like I I love that character you're gonna bring like basically you know the kind of the super Star Wars nerd you could picture one of them being like that you know after yeah
2: yeah exactly yeah
3: one of these uh, movies that be like what you you killed off leia like well no she died in real life what do you want me to do like shut up bring <laughs> yeah. her back
2: like, killed this off you added jar jar what the hell yeah. no uh, rewrite this yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I,
0: somebody, <laughs> I mean i wish break your ankle i mean i wish that somebody would have done that with the writers of star wars but you know i mean you know <laughs> they, they did kind of go completely off the rails these last several yeah. movies right yeah. exactly like, are you shitting me? All the ships are shinier, and it's supposed to be in the past? Like, I don't even understand yeah, what, what the what fuck happened? is going on. <laughs>
3: what? The whole, the whole, all these prequels are just awful. What are you, what are what are you, you doing, doing, George Lucas? Somebody yeah. really should have de- given Lord George Lucas the misery treatment. Yeah, I yeah. know, exactly.
2: <laughs> but yeah, he's, you know, it's like us. In a way, we're stuck. Mm-hmm. But we have the option to at least walk out of the house. Poor guy doesn't.
0: Yeah, like, and literally cannot walk out of the house. That mm-hmm. ankle scene is gnarly. That is one of, like, mm-hmm. that the the slamming of the foot and the twisting mm. of the foot. Like, I've twisted my ankle before and it's been, it really hurts. But you imagine just <laughs> getting here. I know. <laughs> just some, I'm getting up and my wife's like, hey, <laughs> no, you didn't do the dishes last night. <laughs> it's like, crack. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Just right. getting
2: out of bed, crack. Oh. oh yeah,
0: just getting out of bed and like slipping it up like that. That it's that that uh, injury is is crazy ridiculous, and uh, that would be awful. Oh yeah, tremendous. That, that oh, um. <laughs> but yeah, he he can't. You know, he can't escape from the house. He can barely escape from the bedroom. Like yeah, you know, he's he's like trapped in a room. You know, and so that is uh, and and to have. The reason i like stephen king so much um is he has stories where it's not so much the monster that that it's there's not so much like an alien figure right so it is a is an alien figure right (gasps) great story great book um but i like the books where people are the uh, people are are the more fucked up things right
1: it's more scary yeah Mm. it's
0: more scary movies like that where it's like like um, The Devil's Rejects, that movie is hard for me to watch because not so much that it's, it's scary. It's the psychological trip that it takes you on that tells you like people like this exist, right? Yeah. There are people out there who want nothing but destruction, and they do not care how much you scream, how much you beg. You tell them you have a family. They have no empathy for you whatsoever. You, they have decided you're going to die, and whatever way that they decide you're going to die is how you're going to die right and so this lady decided like i'm gonna nurse him up but you fucked up my book (laughs) 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 it's
2: 50 50 with you but either way you're stuck
0: yeah yeah Yeah. it's like you you're you're completely fucked on that point so those kind of movies where it shows human beings being really fucked up to each other like those kind of movies really trip me out because it gets like she, she thought about the idea, like, well, this guy, you know, I got to break something and I can't break his Yeah, hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Can't break his hands. And so, you know, let me twist his ankle back. Um, oh, that's a good pick though. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a good, a good pick on that. Compton. What's up?
3: Well, the one I had in mind is another Stephen King joint. Mm-hmm. It actually does kind of go into the, uh, the supernatural one, but it's just super bizarre. And it's kind of like you said, where the, the building itself, or in this case, just a single room, is the character kind of is the enemy, and that's uh, room 1408.
1: Oh, so yeah. a room fourteen oh eight. Oh yeah,
3: John Cusack movie, yes. and it's like, to me, it's even it's like one of his weirdest. And I've read the short story, and it's one of his weirdest because he completely doesn't explain actually what what even took place. It's not like oh, like like you said, it is known like it's an alien creature, and it's almost like the room in room fourteen oh eight is its own thing, but it has it's like it's a I don't even know. It's like it's just some side sort of kind of weird phenomenon. Like like you know like uh the, the you drive past on the back in the day when you do a road trip and they'd have like those uh Oh, it's the mystery spot like tourist trap, like come in here, gravity doesn't exist here and you'd be yeah. like you go in there <laughs> and you'd be like okay, well, yeah, you guys just nailed, you know, uh, <laughs> you, nailed, you nailed a table upside down to the roof. Like, what? No, it's just yeah. gravity's weird here. It's like, no, it's not. Calm Is down. It, yeah, gravity does <laughs> exist, but so does superglue in this room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So does the superglue in this yeah. room. Like, yeah. come on, chill out. Right? You, got, you could have done better. Yeah. But like, no, it'd be like if that happened in like uh, in the room and it's, you know, like a, if there's something like that really existed and it just happens to be in this hotel room, And like one of my favorite scenes in that movie is like how it's it stars, you know, John Cusack as a uh, skeptical author who goes around debunking all these places that are supposed to be haunted uh, locations and haunted hotels. And he finds this place to stay in this room and everybody else in the hotel is like, we actually don't want you to stay in here because it's freaking crazy. And then when he does eventually stay in the room at one point when he calls up to get like something, like I think the thermostat or something is going haywire and the guy that shows up, the maintenance guy comes up to check on it. He like just stays outside the room still. He comes to the door and like just doesn't step inside and Cusack's like, are you going to come help me? He's like, I'll, I can see it from here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, yeah, I, I appreciate that guy. Like that's that would be me in every horror movie. It reminded me a little bit of a, my favorite scene like that ever. Is the first, uh, the first. Uh, speaking of kind of trapped in a house, because mm-hmm. the whole thing, then i not exactly trapped, but the whole thing takes place inside the house. The first paranormal activity, and they have some yeah. kind of a psychic uh, ghost hunter guy. Except for he legitimately is psychic, and he comes in at first, and he's like, "Yeah, like I can feel the chill or whatever." And they call him the second time after they start to really leave that it's really haunted. And the second time he shows up, like, he gets right past the door. And he's like, what the hell is going on in here? Like, it's like he stepped in and smelled, like, the hugest, like, fart or something. <laughs> but, like, it's like, the, it's like the haunting activity is, like, just kill, just destroying his senses. And he's like, what he's like, I can't be in here right now. This is like – and they're like, no, we called you to help us. And he's like, no, I, I literally – I can't be in here right now. Whatever you guys did, it's it, – I was just – I laughed so hard in the theater when that happened because I was like – I I appreciate that. I want to follow that guy in a movie. I just want to follow yeah. him through all the different hauntings. And every time he shows up, he's like, Fuck no, I'm not I can't help y'all with this either. Why right? why do you guys keep
0: doing this shit?
3: Move, <laughs> crazy
0: white people. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You imagine like when he's going into like restaurants and he walks in, he's like, Nope, not eating here. It just turns yeah. around. <laughs> just, right <laughs> just right away, just immediately like just
3: following him around in every
0: every slightly haunted place. He's like, nah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not not going like, there either. He was like, "Before he died, he shit in the ice cream." There's no way I'm sitting. I'm eating here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I can feel. I could feel the vibe. Yeah, I can feel the vibe. This is definitely spitting your food, shit in the ice cream type of establishment. We're out of here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny as shit, dude. Um, so, yeah, that's psychics, man. Like, yeah, like, or that. So that movie there, um, it was definitely a strange movie, but it was. You know how I remember watching it, and it's always like one of those things where it's like is it in his head you yeah know I mean? and it's it's uh it it goes along that line, right, so like is is all this stuff that's going on in his head, like did he finally just kind of spook himself out, and then you know it's all on his head, or is a room actually you know that haunted to where you know it it it's fucking with him the entire time, you know what I mean yeah and so um yeah that I thought that movie was good, I thought that movie was was good, like that, but it's always. But those type of movies are always—they always weird me out because it's—it's uh, it's that idea is like, did the guy go crazy or is that shit really happening, right?
3: Yeah, it and, does a good job of like playing with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there goes that. So um, my second movie uh, is just a, it goes along to, I think, a classic. Um, and while the while they're not trapped in the, they are not trapped in this house, the house plays a character. Um, and so uh my movie is Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and mm. just the idea that, that like that house plays such a significant part in this is like its own character, right? It gets get its own credit line. It's like, you know,
1: <laughs> house is
0: 2304 Maple Lane. Like, you know, it's like it's not even on Elm Street. But uh the the house is iconic in itself. Like anytime somebody sees, you know, especially from our generation. somebody sees a house that looks like that, they're just like, yep, that's the Elm Street house. Like that's just yeah, you know what I mean? It's it it is what it is. And then kinda it played so it played the central or you knew that Freddie was around or Freddie was up close when in all the sequels, they all went back to that house. That house always played like a part in it. And it became part of like his persona. Um where it was it was his realm right it wasn't so much that you that he was in your dreams it's like he brought you to this he brought you to this house you know that basement (laughs) yeah and he brought you to that basement right um i was thinking about this today right i was thinking about today and like you know it's a it's a it's a cult classic and the sequels you know they they get sillier and sillier where it becomes more of a he becomes more of a caricature of of the original freddy right so the later on freddy becomes a caricature of freddy yeah and so <laughs> but then i started realizing like you know i think everybody kind of lost the idea that he was a child murderer and rapist and so yeah. Yeah, they kind of like <laughs> the
2: celebrated the guy and he thought yeah, he was so like funny.
0: <laughs> exactly and giving this guy
2: more sequels.
0: Yeah, it's like you guys realize you guys are giving a child murder and rapist like a ton of sequels.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, this guy really did some fucked up shit, you know. The the remake, I don't know if you guys ever seen the remake. yeah uh, so the the I didn't I didn't like the remake. I didn't like the remake at all, but I no, thought it was either. very interesting. That when they show the parents hunt him down, right? So in the original, the parents—the reason he's all burnt up is because the parents in the in the town, they hunt him down and they burn him alive, right? Because the court system basically failed him. Right, he gets off, and so they hunt him down and they bury him and they burn him alive because they all know that he's that he's you know he's a child murderer and a child rapist. But in this in the remake, he makes a compelling argument that he didn't do anything, right? Right, which is they didn't do that in the in the in the original the original they made him a villain and then he was a villain and that was that right he was a child murder rapist and that was that the movies later on made him more you know made him more of a, a comical character but yeah or comedic character but in the remake he actually is like pleading like i didn't do anything i didn't do anything and when watching it mm-hmm. i was like that's an interesting take on the idea that he's getting his vengeance because he actually didn't do anything right these parents came out and they accused him of something and they burned him alive and now he's seeking his vengeance because he was an innocent victim. Of course, it's all bullshit. He's still a child murderer and child rapist. But I thought that I was kind of like <laughs> they put that aspect out there where he actually pleaded for his life. It was like, hey, I didn't do anything. You know, yeah. and and you know, try to make this case, which, you know, if child rapists and child we've all seen to catch a predator. They all say that they didn't do anything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Even even when they're
3: getting caught, like in like red-handed, showing up at the place, like no, it's not. I I, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's my uh, that was my second pick, was uh, Night nice. on Elm Street. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh, and if you haven't seen the original, it's a legit horror movie. It's yeah, not, I love that no, one. Yeah, there's not like a a comedic aspect to Freddy Krueger, right? And like, uh, it it you know the, he still says bitch and stuff like that, but not as much as he does in the sequels. Um, but if you haven't seen, like, I don't know how like how far would you guys recommend to go up in that that genre or not genre, but that uh, series of movies? Like, I, uh, by-
2: I like them. Like- I you know the first one i remember when i first saw that preview in the theaters when i was a kid and it scared the shit out of me
0: mm-hmm. and
2: then when i finally saw it just the first what three minutes in the beginning that,
0: yeah
1: yeah that yeah. was like it's so
2: nightmare yeah dude it is so cool but it's also you know pretty scary so yeah. you, you kind of get an idea okay what you know what this guy's gonna do you just see him getting you building, he's building the glove and He's breathing. You just hear all that, and he, he, it's it's crazy, man. I love it. But the sequels I really couldn't get into, but the last one, New Nightmare? Yeah. Or, I love that one. Yeah. So the first one, the very last one, those are the ones that I like.
3: Yeah, I think, I mean, like, yeah, because it's kind of all over the place. I think the first one is really, it's uh, it's a classic. The second one's actually pretty fucking corny. Like yeah. it, it jumps, <laughs> like, straight into corny mode, like, surprisingly. The third one kind of is actually pretty the dream warriors is actually pretty solid yeah Yeah. cool cool
2: kills in there yeah
3: yeah and then the fourth one has for me because i don't like roaches the fourth one has like (laughs) the worst like the most horrifying kill in the series where he turns a girl into a roach if there's a hell Uh, that's what's going to happen to me if i die and go to hell that's what happens (laughs) is i get turned into a fucking roach and then crushed and then i wake up the next day and it happens all over again and i'm like
0: fuck yeah, I think you could um, skip uh I think you could skip oh go ahead, Compton, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. No, I so said I think you could skip two, right? Yeah. Um which is a very common like if you have a of a, a series of movies, the second one is usually like, what the fuck were y'all thinking? And even though the the like the series is shitty, but Fast and the Furious falls in that line too, right? So you have Fast yeah. and the Furious, and then you have Drift, Tokyo Drift, had nothing and then somehow they had to like redo shit to tie that movie in and it was all stupid and like it just the rest of the series is stupid but that movie just didn't fit doesn't fit the rest of the series right it's just kind of like they, yeah it's
3: completely left field
0: yeah exactly so Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is the exact same thing right it's just completely left field Um but Dream Warriors was dope
1: yeah.
3: uh,
0: the idea that like controlling your dreams is that's what that's what uh that's what Dream Warriors like introduced yeah. right and then, uh, yeah, the, the chick turning into the roach was was crazy. Um,
2: and that's based on like supposedly it's like real uh, history or uh, yeah, real they said events. That it,
0: they say that it was yeah. based on a uh, some some little boy that died in his sleep or something like that. And yeah, you know, people he was were having, dying in their sleep. Yeah, yeah, but they were having like horrifying nightmares, and they were they yeah. were having uh, what do you call them? Um, night like terrors. That. Yeah, night yeah. terrors. Yeah, night terrors, and people were dying in their sleep. And so that's where the basis of like Freddy Krueger comes from is people dying of night terrors. Um so um but yeah, yeah. So anyway, Eric, onto your on to your third one. Uh third one, I
2: picked Night of the Living Dead.
0: Ooh, creepy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good pick. Trapping them all.
2: Yeah, so I'm oh, no, going no, for Dawn tonight.
0: Oh, no, no, no. no. That's Dawn of the Dead. That's Dawn of the Dead. Uh but
2: Night yeah. of the Living Dead's when uh uh Barbara Meets up with the uh, the other the other guy that's uh, trying to run from all the zombies. Yeah, and they get and they, in They're the into that tiny little house, and then yeah. eventually, other people start showing up as well. But you know, nobody knew what the hell was going on other than just dead people were rising from the grave and attacking people. No one knew how to really kill them or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, they're trapped in this house and you see how everyone can react it's like how they're acting now i don't want to wear a mask oh you need to wear a mask yeah Uh, this is like they're fighting with each other here as well you know and they're just trying to survive but the walls are very thin here you know
0: yeah yeah it um it i always the idea of like if so we were we were looking for a house in houston and uh, i probably may have told the story in the podcast before we're looking for a house in houston And Crystal's like, well, I found this house online, let's go check it out. So we're driving up and I look over across the street and I was like, nope, we're not even stopping at this place. And She goes, why not? And I was like, there's a cemetery across the street. And she goes, (laughs) and, and I was like, you're on the front lines of the zombie apocalypse. Like there is, you're the reason why the news comes out and is like, you know, a vast string of murders where people are being eaten and then she gets eaten by a zombie on camera. And then everybody knows like, holy shit, there's zombies. Right. I was like, Mm -hmm. but you're before the news gets it. Like you're just a murder victim. They don't understand why you're being eaten. Right. I was (laughs) like, no, I want some warning. I want to be able to have the, the, the chance to get some supplies, you know, load up, load up the the car you know the dog and the kid like load everything up and you know get on the road and try to get as far away from these things as possible you can't be on the front lines of the zombie apocalypse
2: yeah you're just like oh look and then it's over you exactly know?
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> who's that at the door it's zombies <laughs> it's, it's zombies Ding dong. <laughs> yeah
3: let us in yeah
2: I, but now nah, this you know i was just thinking about it so much it's it's a lot of conflict as well, you know, and and it just relates to what is really going on now. Yeah, people, you know, we shouldn't be fighting against each other. We shouldn't be putting each other down. It's like, hey, we're all in the same boat. We got to figure it out. You know, don't, you know, be talking shit to somebody over here or or belittle them or anything. We're all in the same spot. No one is any different. So figure it out.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah, that's a different type of like you're not being restrained in the house, but the things yeah. that are outside are keeping you in the house, which is a uh, the the idea of like a zombie apocalypse and this <laughs> I've always thought of it like two ways. Like one way is like okay, how do I get to the car, right? So a zombie apocalypse happens it's on the news. Zombies are already outside. How do I get myself and the family to the car, right? I got to create yeah. a version. Yeah. Right, I gotta make the zombies go away and Scooby do it somehow to back to the car. Right um, now we have a car in the parking garage, so I make it a point not to park behind the car in the parking garage in case we have to get a super fast getaway and just break through the door, you know, the garage door. Right, because you can't, I can't do wait for it to come up. Right, you can't because it's, it's too slow. By that time you're surrounded. Wait of the zombies on your car is gonna slow your car down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other part about it though is it's like. Well, if the zombies aren't that smart, you know, I could just like, "Hey, we got zombies in the neighborhood again. Everybody, turn off your lights." Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. Or like, what, what kind of era of zombies are out there, and we'll determine it. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Is we, it we just, '60s or '2000s? Because '2000s, we're
0: fucked. Yeah, we're fucked. We, we're all fucked. Up. So, uh, you know, and then it's it's the idea. It's like, hey, they're slow. You know what I mean? Like. They got you know, legs, are they've already been eaten away from decay and stuff like that. And you know, this is that and the other. That's why I remember uh, me and Compton had this conversation. I, I think it was me and Compton had this conversation about, like the best weapon during a zombie apocalypse. And for me, it was a katana. Like, I don't got time to be, you've run out of bullets. Just, you don't always, unless you got a shotgun with infinite shotguns. Yeah, shotgun.
2: unless you're Contra, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got the spreader gun yeah Yeah, exactly exactly. (laughs) you know but like a shotgun and a katana like all you gotta do is you know because their 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 bodies aren't hard you don't need a sharp katana you know what i mean you just need something a butter knife female yeah you need something with a long blade on it to keep distance so even like a staff with a blade at the end you know but something that will chop heads off you know what i mean and so uh or chop limbs off you know what i mean because once you chop a limb off how fast are they you know and that's the thing I wonder, when they do these you know zombie movies, um, and even The Walking Dead, um, I don't understand, like, unless the zombies catch you, catch you off guard, meaning you're running in a direction, and then all of a sudden you can't see two feet in front of you because the woods are so thick, and then right behind the two feet is a zombie, and you run right into it, and then it immediately bites you. If it's a slow zombie, I think it would be all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
1: yeah.
0: You know, you, you find a friend with a big truck or, you know, you you, you equip your vehicle the right way and you, you can run some people over and get away from it. You know what I mean? And then you build a good size wall and just every once in a while, like, hey, man, we've got to, you know, we've exceeded our limit of 20 zombies, you know, trying to climb the wall. Let's go take care of that real quick. You know, <laughs> <it's> just kind of blow them down, you know, with the weed or, you know, with the, uh, adjusted to spin you know katana blades as opposed to just a weed eater string <laughs> so <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like you know i don't think it'd be that that complicated of a situation um you know besides food but then again you can always just grow your food you know people don't realize oh food yeah food. yeah so, hmm. oh yeah you know what i mean it's like oh look a deer boom got meat all right cool now <laughs> we just need some vegetables i got a grill i got trees in my backyard i can make charcoal like you would okay, you're like bang, you what else do i need yeah <laughs>
3: I've got I, venison. I've got some freaking. I've got some <laughs> growing some uh, bananas.
0: Yeah, I can work from home. Like we're good to go. <laughs> you can work from home, I'm <laughs> I'm this is kind set. of this <laughs> kind of a great vacation. <laughs> we're good to go. All right, Compton, you're up.
3: All right, uh, I, I was thinking of going weird and obscure and dumb, but I figure I already kind of you know I already did Towering Inferno, so it's unexpected. So I know you mentioned the raid. I'm going to go with the uh, the. If not the granddaddy, then one of the granddaddies of all great action movies, Die Hard. Oh, he took I dad. thought about that
2: one, man. Yeah. I thought about that one, too. <laughs> Nakatomi, Nakatomi building,
3: baby. Yeah. There, you're stuck in the Nakatomi. McLean is stuck in the Nakatomi building with all the sir, terrorists. Sir, that is a Nakatomi tower. Nakatomi it, tower. I'm sorry. I apologize.
0: <laughs> and that is just one of the just <laughs> iconic... You imagine like, if that honey. whole movie was like a four story building. Is this the Nakatomi <laughs> building? It like... It's
3: it's just uh it's, it's Nakatomi condos. Yeah, Nakatomi condos. It's like, it's like Nakatomi budget condos. It's all free cable at the Nakatomi
0: yeah. budget condos. Come on down. It's a Nakatomi extended stay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Nakatomi extended stay. It's just a bunch of divorced dads. <laughs> a bunch of divorced
0: deadbeat dads that are over
3: there just like, yeah, you know.
0: We're here to rob well, the safe. There's $3 in that safe. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's
3: $3 in like a bunch of Playboys.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> $3 and a bunch of old Playboys from like this, the 70s. Oh, yeah, like this, this issue of Playboy on the cover is like now nah, with more Bush. Like Bush <laughs> already had the most amount of Bush that, that anybody could have. No, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you thought, buddy. Yeah, we got Bush galore. The centerfold um, is yeah. Bush. So yeah, Nakatone, or or that—I think that's one of the most iconic building. Like if people talk about. Mm-hmm buildings right in movies that has to be you know at least top three you know what i mean oh, yeah. i don't think there's anything else that uh that that tops that when you think of like being you know if you were to ask 100 people like family feud you know name <laughs> of a movie where somebody is trapped inside of a building um and uh and needs to fight their way out they'd be like die hard nakatomi Tower, like you know um and and the, the crazy thing about it is that he wasn't necessarily trapped in the building. He was just trying to get his wife out of a situation. You True,
3: know? yeah. He could have probably, like, figured a way to get out by himself if he wanted to just be like, yeah, I'm kind of I'm over this. Yeah,
0: yeah. He could have just walked or just waited until they got the cash and then bounced out, you know what I mean, or, yeah. or the bonds, right, because that's what they were there for. Um, <laughs> but, you know, nothing like a York cop trying to cause some violence. Yeah,
3: (laughs) the crazy thing about that movie is like rewatch. I I rewatched it. I forget when I did, but I rewatched it. And the crazy thing about that, you talk about like the New York cop, you know, in the violence. Like he's such a like actual good cop for the first like for the first part of the movie. Like it's like kind of too much. Like he spends like a lot of the first part of the movie like when he aims his gun being like, freeze. Yeah, Hey, stop, you know, like in the name of the law and shit like then you're like, hey, no, like these guys got machine guns. <laughs> like of, of all the times I want you a New York cop to just shoot and just go ham, like this is the one time. Like fucking, these guys all got machine guns and he's literally like, until they finally almost kill him like a couple of times is when he finally is like, you know, I'm just gonna start shooting first <laughs> instead of trying to arrest every terrorist.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it, he does go, like, crazier and crazier. And I think that he has to. I think once that they find oh, yeah. out like, that he's being hunted, he's like, okay, I can no longer, you know, announce, hey, I'm a cop. Put your hands up. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. like, these guys,
3: these guys don't respect that at all. They don't give a fuck about that.
0: Yeah. Um, great villains, like, all the team of, of, of people, right, the team of uh, the, the burglars on there. Now, if you're going to rob a place, they brought a lot of artillery. Like, dude. Dude, they brought a a rocket launcher, to <laughs> like, like, you, yeah, like, you imagine that meeting? Like, okay, guys, listen. <laughs> so, I am Hans Gruber I'm going to rob Nakatomi Tower. Everybody's like, why? First off, it's not a bank.
2: Yeah, why are we robbing yeah. this? I know. It's a 40 story <laughs> building.
0: Yeah, they're like, God damn it, Alex, stop asking questions like that. I'm like, hey man, look, if you tell me there's a ton of money in there, then we will go rob it. But it doesn't necessarily it's not a bank. Like I think yeah. we get that much money just robbing a bank. And then he's like, no, okay, listen, we're gonna go in there with guns, obviously. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah, check. You know, we're gonna go in there with some uh some grenades. Uh okay. Like, do you expect to fight an army? Like, okay, grenades kind of <laughs> yeah. much. He goes, listen, and I got this rocket launcher. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) What are we even doing at this point? Is this necessary? Yeah, like, aren't we supposed to be quiet about this? Like, uh, I got everything. Look, man, the plan, you go in there, you take out the security guard. We replace our security guard with another security guard. <laughs> you know that we got to make sure he speaks good english uh okay great awesome we got that we got that knocked out you know we grab make sure everybody... make
2: sure every gun has a silencer yes. like you know, a rocket launcher as well
0: yes yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: just imagine imagine all the shit hans was talking though when they finally did use the rocket launcher and he's looking at them like oh yeah yeah don't don't bring the rocket yeah. launcher huh yeah. Yeah. No, not
0: going to use the rocket launcher. <laughs> not going not gonna to use it, right?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how extra German we've made Hans. Yeah, enough. I think so.
0: I think so German, he's Swedish. So. <laughs> 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 so
1: all right. Yeah. Our,
3: our German accent is all extra, extra. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's extremely <laughs> extra. That's hilarious. Um, oh my God, I went blank. I had, to, I had my three movies. I got so into y'all's picks. Um, <laughs> oh yes that's right so i'm gonna go back to probably one of the original scary movies i think one of the original uh, this movie is kind of the ultimate twist um the original ultimate twist and that's psycho uh yeah so that house is, is again an iconic house they weren't necessarily trapped in it but the house plays a character right the house is like you know, Norman Bates is definitely trapped in that house. Just psych- psychologically, he's trapped in that house, um, or Where's the the, ho- the the hotel, right? The the because it's it is a, it's the house that he's in or whatever. But so, is it like a bed and breakfast? Am I getting
2: no? It's a it, it's a regular motel.
0: Motel. Yeah. I'm sorry.
2: And then, that, but the house um, is just up the the hill.
0: Up the hill, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he, he is just kind of ultimately trapped in his head in that house. And God, man, his mother was a bitch. Like <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's always those mom rolls, man, with the the sons, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like,
0: there's a, I, every night before I go to bed, I get on Reddit and I just read the main page and there's a subreddit. It's all these subreddits. That I've gotten all these upvotes. And uh, it's really interesting because you come across like a lot of stuff. Like there's one called uh TIL things, uh, things I learned. And people are just like, they'll put in random, you know, they read an article or they came across a random fact and they'll put stuff out there. Really interesting stuff sometimes. But they have one called Insane Parents. <laughs> and, dude, there's a lot of people out there that have some really fucked up parents. I read one <laughs> last night. I read one last night. And it basically this girl got hit by a car, right? The, she, was, she was on a run and the guy was turning and it was where she was running and the sun was there. So the sun blinded the guy to where she was at. And the guy hit her. The guy takes her to the hospital, you know, and uh, is very apologetic. She's writing this to her mom. I got hit by this guy, yada, yada, yada. Her mom's response was, well, you know you survived because the Lord wanted you to survive because you need to come back to the church like holy oh god. <laughs> god. Yeah. jesus christ not like, like that's oh it that's
2: it mom that's it yeah yeah we're done yeah, <laughs> yeah we're done. okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> and not even the fact because like she started talking religion there's nothing to do with that it's like the first words out of her mouth were just kind of should have been like oh my god i'm on my way you know don't yeah, worry something. about anything right nope the first words out of her mouth were like, "It's because the Lord was watching after you." Maybe, maybe the maybe you are right, but that is not the first thing that you tell me. Yeah, that's
3: not the first thing I want to hear. Like, you can, can't you wait at
0: least a few hours before you start like start into that. Yeah,
1: like oh my
0: god. But yeah, so Psycho, Psycho played that. The house is iconic, and it's, it's, it's the building itself is a character. Um, so much so that even to this day, you know, you talk to anybody who's a cinephile and you just say Psycho, they you know. Yeah. That house is a, is a, is a reminder. It is, uh, um, is, is key, right? It, it puts it out there. Um, they did have a series that they, that they started. It was called Bates Motel. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was actually pretty good. I I, I mean, my wife watched it and um, it was a pretty good series. You know what I mean? It was just, it kind of, you see the, you see Norman kind of go more and more and more psycho as time yeah, goes on. Cool. And you see his mom go more and more crazy with norman as time goes on and like it, it don't start off that way but it definitely you know goes down that road uh um, right. so yeah but yeah so psycho was my was my third choice or my second choice is it second or third second that third. No. third i think it's your third yeah yeah it's third. Third. yeah You're my third my third. my third so um you guys have the uh because we've been we've been out here for an hour that was a quick hour god yeah yeah um and i'm surprised zoom hasn't kicked us off yeah, right? Uh, yeah, well, exactly. You know, what's funny is that I have, uh, we got an email from work and they're like, hey, y'all got Zoom accounts now. And so now I have unlimited ah, accounts. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, ooh, ah, ooh, so. screw you
0: Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> um, any honorable mentions? I'm
2: going to lighten it up a little bit.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, actually, I have an honorable, honorable mention and it's Clue.
0: Oh, that's a oh, good one. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good one.
2: I mean, it, it's, I mean, it, you know, it is about murder and all, but you have what, seven of the most kookiest characters ever locked in a house that are being blackmailed so, you know, they're trying to figure out who it is but one by one, you know, they're trying to kill each other. Yeah. But they're trapped in that creepy-ass old house with hidden passages and you know, they discover rooms and then you know, all all this other crazy stuff, but yeah, it's a Another story about being trapped, but with some crazy ass people.
0: Yeah, uh, I've always wanted an old house with with uh, crazy like hidden rooms and stuff, so I could just yeah. you know, be like hey, I'm going, to the, I'm going to the store, but like never go to the store, just like go into the room and just play games. It's like, like don't <laughs> don't <about> yeah. <laughs> where's Alex? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah whatever. Oh, he went to the store. Like,
3: <laughs> like, what store did he go to? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> So,
2: i hear cod from somewhere yeah yeah it's, it's somewhere around the corner
0: <laughs> compton you got any uh you got an honorable mention uh the one i'm gonna mention is uh
3: it's, it's not great but it's mm-hmm. a good premise and it's called right at your door and it's uh from like the mid-2000s and it's it kind of hits a little close to home too um for the situation we're in right now but it's a yeah. story about like um a, a In L.A., some biological bombs go off. Some terrorists set off some bombs. And when the bombs go off, the husband is its about a husband and wife. The husband is at home and the wife is out, you know, running errands. And so he just immediately takes to sealing up the house. (laughs) (laughs) And so, eventually she makes it back home, you know, through all the chaos. She finally makes her way back home and then it's like, is he going to let her in or not so he's he's effectively trapped himself inside and trapped her outside and there's like a lot of like you know him trying to be like hey babe you know just get to a hospital babe and as soon as as soon as you get cured and all this happens you know i promise i'll make it up to you and she's like motherfucker
1: let me in (laughs) (laughs) and so
3: i wanted to just bring that up just as you know because we're all you know coupled up. We're all men with, yeah. with significant others that we uh that we all live with. So it's, you know, how would your significant other, your wives in your cases
0: and, and my girlfriend, how how do you think that they would respond if if that was us? <laughs> <nice? laughs> Dude, I yeah, dude. My wife, like, she <laughs> won't roll on the window right now because of the coronavirus. Like, when we go drive or something, All right? Yeah. <laughs> so she would definitely. If true. I was like, hey, I got corona, she'd be like, go to your mom's. <laughs> like, yeah. no, oh, I'll get the same
2: thing, dude. dude. Yeah, go <laughs> yeah. to your mom's.
3: I would. I would. Uh, yeah. I've already like had that in mind. It's like, man, if I if I do the, if I get corona, like, I'd I'd have to just evacuate the house. Yeah. Make sure everybody's safe go find, you know, some place to, to like, just hold up in the meantime. My girlfriend, God bless her. She was like, I was like, babe, if that happened, I would just go like try to find a hotel. She was like, you should go to the hospital. I was like, man, people die in hospitals that's the last place I want to go <laughs> you, yeah.
0: sound like, you sound I like i like me-
3: just going to go and get more Corona like that's where all the Corona <laughs> is right now
0: it's like extra Corona over there <laughs> you sound like Miklo on Blood and Blood Out <laughs> we're taking you to county people die there <laughs> <laughs> people die there man I'm <laughs> oh. good to, dude uh, my honorable mention, and it was mentioned before in the podcast, is the Poseidon, uh, Poseidon Adventure. Um uh, oh, yeah. yeah. that movie was the first movie that fucked me up on big boats. There's been several movies since mm. then that have fucked me up on mm-hmm. big boats, um, which is why I've never gone on a cruise and I never plan on going on a cruise. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Poseidon Adventure really like an upside, you're in a boat and you're upside down. You're like, dude, you fuck can't that even, noise. Exactly. Like you we got to get to the bottom of the boat and then when we get to the bottom of the boat it's all steel it's not like we can just yeah. open the door yeah. right yeah yeah <laughs> it's not like there's a screen door where it's like oh finally yeah oh. finally right no that movie man from beginning to end was just like you know the the boat t- tips i forget why the boat tips. i think it was a rogue wave or something yeah it's a rogue wave yeah a boat the boat tips and everybody's in chaos and it's like it, it's uh it's just an adventure of fire and flames and just you know yeah, yeah parts yeah. of it are on fire part you're you're you've got fire underwater everything is just madness yeah then that guy is like turning the, the the what do you call it the the the, the it's like turning a crank or
3: something right yeah the he's like turning whatever, a crank and yeah.
0: everything and he's just like all right i did what i had to do fuck it i'm out and just like, yeah <laughs> just let's go like just oh let's go dude it yeah is, that yeah man
2: it's like when, when Compton mentioned earlier about the whole, the you know, 70s movies about, you know, natural events or what have you, like Earthquake and then like the airport series that you had mm-hmm. mentioned. Airport 77.
3: Oh, they're,
2: yeah. Yeah, they're flying. And then there's a, like art artwork that people are trying to, you know, steal from the plane. But they end up like crashing the plane, but the plane crashes into the ocean. And sinks all the way down to like the bottom, and then they're trapped, and that's like a nightmare of mine. You know, just being trapped underwater, like you know the Poseidon, but you got your you're, you're trapped in this fuselage. It's all steel. Yeah. And you just see, you look outside, you just see like darkness, but it's water.
0: Yeah. So, like I'm already
2: freaking out right now. dude. Yeah. It. Those. Those. <laughs> you know?
0: Dude, underwater trapped movies like when people are trapped underwater fuck that noise that is yeah. that is the ultimate nightmare like drowning you know people are like what's the worst <laughs> when you die it's like being on fire like ah you've died of the inhalation the smoke inhalation then you know like if you're yeah. in a fire you're probably going to die of smoke inhalation not so much being burned alive right Being yeah. burned alive would suck ass too but drowning there is yeah. like you know you're drowning right yeah like, if you're in a fire, you're like trying to get out your coffin and then boom, you pass out. You got no idea. And when you're under, you're like, Oh shit, I'm underwater and I can't get out. I, you know, I remember, I remember my my friend got a, his mom gave him their boat. Right. And so my friend's like, Hey man, let's go out to the lake with the family. I'm like, cool. Well, I, we had a pool in Par and I had a pool and I swam, you know, every other day I would swim laps and we go out to the, to the lake and you know i'm not a big lake person you know what i mean because i can't see the bottom it's all mucky and shit and i'm like all right well uh let me just go ahead and just jump in the water and then i'll just you know pop up like i always do at the pool well, I had shoes on and
2: yeah. when i
0: fell into the yeah. lake you can't really see how deep you are so i did the initial push-up and the initial push-up would usually bring me to the surface and it didn't
1: oh shit. I, didn't. <laughs>
0: so I did a second push-up and like at the very end of the push-up where I had to do like, Oh, well, I was going to have to do a third to come up. I popped my head out and I looked up at the boat and my wife's up there and she goes, uh, yeah, you were under there for a little bit. I was kind of worried. <laughs> I was like, you were worried. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was, I was extra worried. Yeah. I was <laughs> extra worried. And like, I'm a really good swimmer. You know what I mean? When it comes to swimming, I'm a fish in water. Like I, I, I wouldn't drown because my lack of my inability to swim. I would drown because it would be something stupid like that. Like, oh, I jumped in the lake and I got caught by a seaweed. The most powerful seaweed in the world is going (laughs) to hold me down, right? And so I can't swim up. But, yeah, that was that feeling. And that feeling maybe was like a tenth of a second. But that (sighs) feeling of fear that came over me at that second push was like, what in the shit, dude? Like I'm going to die in this river (laughs) or I'm going to die in this lake. Because I have shoes on and didn't like calculate it correctly to do the push-up. Like, right,
3: brilliant.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, my honorable mention, uh, or oh, was a Poseidon, but I wanted to mention this last one before we before we go out and to take it on a you know a very light note. Um is Home Alone. Um, <laughs> it's in the title. He's not trapped in the house. He's trying to get burglars out of the house. But, you know, look, I know those burglars weren't super violent. But I think today, though, that kid would have got murked. And they would have just robbed the house. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, um, interesting fact. I think I I learned this, maybe it was on a YouTube clip, or it might have been one of those TILs from Reddit. But the the frack and all that other stuff that uh, Joe Pesci does, they had him do that because he read the script and was like, yeah, I want to do this movie. Um, But he wanted to cuss, Right. And they were like, okay. "Joe, that can't. It's a kids' movie, right?" So during the takes, when he's doing all the freaking fracking, he really is like this Jew motherfucker. You, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck is so fucking funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What <laughs> makes me so fucking funny? So they were like, "You gotta make. You gotta. You gotta replace that. You know." And so he started replacing them with the frickin', fracking frackin', like all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, so he wouldn't cuss during the thing because he was uh, like, they were saying like he he was like cussing during the takes and they were like that's funny as hell yeah because that would have been a great movie he was doing (laughs) this (laughs) little motherfucker I swear to God I am going to beat the fuck out of him you little cocksucker (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly piece of shit I'm gonna rip your fucking spine out like whoa you
2: don't know who the fuck I am yeah
0: yeah, exactly right (laughs) (laughs) oh before we go so that was that, that was great um uh if you guys have any, if you guys want to, you know, send us some emails about your list, about being you know, great movies that are trapped in houses or where the building plays a character, you know, let us know. Um, you know, sorry it took us so long for, the, for the, this episode to come out, but we are in quarantine and, you know, we're not watching movies per se, but when we come back, we're going to come back with a vengeance. Um, mm-hmm. I did want to mention this, though. If you have not seen The Last Rambo, which is Rambo Last Blood, take some time to watch that movie because he does every kill scene from Mortal Kombat in that movie. Like, <laughs> like, 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 he legit does like every fatality in Mortal Kombat 11 in that movie. It is absolutely <laughs> some of the like like funniest shit I've ever seen, dude. It is so it is so comical. Um and he's just like he's just so old in that thing and like <laughs> he's just <laughs> It's There's just, no one-liners is.
2: after he kills somebody, is there?
0: Um, does he have any? I, you know what? I <laughs> like <don't>, Arnold. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that they go back to like give him. Um, I don't think they give him any one-liners, right? Oh. It's more of a it's it's more of a serious play on like why he's fighting, right, or why why he gets violent in this one, but once he gets violent, right, it gets pretty funny. Like <laughs> it, gets, it gets pretty outlandish. Like he goes full on, I'm telling you, just like he does. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, Is that a fatality in Mortal Kombat? And I was like, Yep, yep that, that's a fatality in Mortal-. <laughs> like legit ripping hearts out. Like he does, like, a legit rips oh. a heart out mm-hmm. of the guy. Yeah,
3: nice. so, <laughs> so, so every time he kills somebody, it's all Rambo wins.
0: Brutality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish he would have like grabbed the guy, and he was like, "You should have went and gone and broke my heart, and then like squeezed his heart." Brutality.
2: <laughs> <this. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Brutality. So on that note, uh, um, Alex, Johnny, and Eric, and this is uh, these guys won't stop talking podcast. Um. We've had a great time doing this episode. We'll do another one here pretty soon. So we are out late. Take care, guys. All right. Safe. Safe.